0: Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now here's today's message. I Realize that this is such an important part and God uh, chose the foolishness of preaching. You know that's what he said? The foolishness of preaching. You might think, boy, that guy up there is a fool. Well, you watch out because the preaching might save you before you're done. If you let it get into your heart and into your mind. But he chose the foolishness of preaching to save them that perish. Well, I, you know... And you wonder how it is that somebody here is going to hear what I have to say today and say, wow, it's going to, it's going to explode in your, in your spirit and you're going to receive something. And somebody else is going to say, that didn't make any sense. And uh, the reason is because those of you that are ready to hear this word today, God's already been speaking to you. He's already talked to you. You just haven't recognized it to be Him. And when you hear it preached, you're going to say, wait a minute, I heard that already. And it's going to touch you. So I, I'm, I'm praying, you know, and those of you that are shut off to it, you're not always going to be. Just I tell you what, God's, He has a way of getting a hold of you. So, uh, so bear with me as I speak, and then we'll go eat some of the best chili you've ever had in your life. Titus chapter 2 and verse number 1. Right, verse number 11, it says it like this. For the grace of God has appeared with salvation for all people. For the grace of God has appeared. How did grace appear? For the grace of God has appeared with salvation for all people, instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and to live sensibly righteous and godly way in the present age while we wait for the blessed hope and appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave Himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for Himself a people for His own possession, eager to do good works. Amen. For the grace of God has appeared. We're about to celebrate coming into a season. It seems like it gets earlier and earlier. And I used to get upset when I'd see... um, Uh, All the Christmas stuff come out in September, right? But I'm getting of the age more and more. I kind of like being reminded early because it's just like it seems to go by so fast. And here we are. But we're about to enter into a season where we're celebrating the birth of Christ And, um, you know, again, it's been commercialized and all that, and who cares, let them make a dollar out of if if they can. But to those of us that realize the value and, and what really happened there, that literally was and is the appearance of grace. Grace appeared one day upon this earth. A God that we could not connect with. We had no way of connecting with Him. Made a way that you and I, could conduct with Him. He rubbed Himself in flesh. And I'm here to tell you, when you say, well, how did grace appear? Jesus showed up. When Jesus showed up, grace appeared. And if you would ever find your pla- yourself in a position or a place, not just to have religious ideas, but literally to have a relationship with Him, you could embrace grace. And you can allow grace to embrace you. Does anybody here need grace? Huh? Does anybody need grace? Come on, God's grace is sufficient for you. It's good. And and what happens when, when the grace of God that has appeared in my life and been received in my life, it allows me to be gracious towards others. I'm able to give. I cannot give what I haven't received. Some of you live in such judgment that you, and you judge others constantly. And you don't need to do that if you allow the grace of God to appear in your life. If you're here today and you think that oh Christianity is a bunch of haters, you have no clue. You don't. I don't hate anybody. Man, in fact, what I do know is when I should have been hated, God's grace was for me. His love was absolute. And all that does is allow His love to be shed abroad in our life and in our heart. Don't give in to a lie that's being told out there. It's not true. God's grace, He is for you. Even in your mess. Even in your mess. God's for you. I mean, it says it like, well, we were yet sinners. He died. I mean, when I was at my worst, he, he literally went to the mat for me. He did. So the understanding and the idea that grace appears, I, I hope it appears in your life. You've got to be looking for it. And, and, and uh, I, I love this Scripture, and it, and it says, uh, here it says, while we wait for the blessed hope and appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is a day coming. I don't know what you hope for. I don't know what you're waiting for. I I realize there's needs of healing, and there's needs of things in our lives all the time, but ultimately, ultimately, there is a hope that supersedes everything else in this world. And you may think you're immortal and eternal because you're younger, but i got to tell you what. 10 years turns into 20, and all of a sudden 20 is into 40. And now you're looking back and say, what just happened? And then you can, like so many, you are gonna look up and say, why? But the reality of it is there is more to this life than what happens right here. And God has a plan and a purpose for us that supersedes our, what it is, four score, not four score. 70 years plus, 80 years, whatever God gives you here. And so the idea of, of, of letting that grace appear in your life, it connects you to a hope that absolutely goes beyond this world. So here's the question, and I'm going to finish with this. How do you have a relationship with somebody who died 2,000 years ago Right? I mean, how many of you know figures in history? George Washington, great guy. You know, different, different ones. Different ones of, of the patriarchs, different, different world leaders in history. and Yeah, but we don't have a relationship with them because they're dead. Right? But here the preacher's saying you can have a relationship with Jesus. Well, the reality is, uh, yeah, he died, but he rose from the dead. That really is the foundation of our faith, is the absolute surety of the resurrection. We believe, okay, I may be crazy, but we believe a guy died and then he overcame death. I don't just think that's a cute bedtime story. I absolutely believe that. So why do you believe that? Because there are hundreds and hundreds of witnesses to it. We've got the written account. There's more witness to the resurrection, I'm, I'm telling you what, that, that it is, in a court of law, I'm going to tell you this, it would hold up. And so, here I am. I, I, I believed it. Because I believed that I, I, was, I was looking for that grace. And when I was looking for it, all of a sudden, it appeared to me and I'm telling you, it can appear to you, say, all right, how, how does how is that going to work? Jesus rose from the dead. He's still, you know, He went up and, because Jesus and uh, uh, the Holy Spirit are one in the same. This, you that receive the Holy Spirit, it says, you receive Christ in you. So, God is not limited to a body in a certain place. His Spirit is everywhere. Okay, so listen to this, listen to this. You ever get into it? Get close to somebody. How many of you know we live in a spiritual world? There's spiritual, okay. You ever get any, near somebody and you feel their spirit? Believe it or not, all the time you do. You may not recognize it. Someone's like, whoa, and others. You know, when somebody's spirit is open, you, you can feel somebody's spirit. But I'm going to tell you what happens is uh, uh, if, if we're connected spirit to spirit, and you can be, right, when I leave the room, we're not connected anymore. My spirit, it, it's, it may be, you know, maybe a little bit around me, uh, but I, I, it doesn't, it's not everywhere at once. But I'm telling you, the spirit of Christ, there is not one place that it's not. And, and the reality of it is, when we get together like this, if you would be spiritually sensitive, if you just kind of reach out a little bit, you would feel his presence. You ever, did anybody feel his presence in the house this morning? Well, yes. Be, why? Because, because he's here. There's nowhere that he's not. I'm going to read the Scripture. But what else happens, this is crazy, but mark it down. This is true. It says where he, he talked about, if any man thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He spoke about the Spirit, that those of us that name the name of Christ, that, that grace has appeared to, his Spirit is in me. So when we say, well, why do you got to go to church? Well, because, man, we're we're all stirred up here. And his spirit is is just, it's all around. There is not one place you can go that his spirit doesn't find a way to get to you. There's not. But when we come together in fellowship like this, with that one divine purpose to lift him up, his spirit is just, it's tangible. It's tangible. So here's what it says in Psalms 139. And uh, I'm going to just start at verse number one. It says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You've known when I sit down and when I stand up. You understand my thoughts from far away. This is either very comforting or very disturbing. You observe all my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know all about it, Lord. You have encircled me. You place your hand on me. This extraordinary knowledge is beyond me. It is lofty. I am unable to reach it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to up to heaven, there you are. If I make my bed in Shiloh or, or hell, you say, you are there. If I uh, live at the eastern horizon or at the western limits, even there your hand will lead me. Your right hand will hold on to me. Sh- I, if I say, surely the darkness will hide me. The light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night shines like the day. Darkness and light are alike for you, for it is uh, for it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together from my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. That is just so cool. I, I, I don't know. Uh, we deal with a religion that surrounds us of secular humanism where we basically made ourselves... Somehow we evolved into where we are today. And again, you have every right to believe that, but I have every right to believe what I believe. You have every right to declare it. And you know what? I have every right to declare it what I believe. And what I absolutely believe is that he knit me together in my mother's womb. And that that I am remarkably made. I believe Wesley is remarkably made made. And that God doesn't make mistakes at all. And, and, and to, to celebrate that and, and to declare it and to bless is just is giving God glory. It says uh, here it says I was formed in the depths. You saw me uh, let, me, let me go back. You knit me in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. You, your eyes saw me when I was formless. Listen to this. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. Woo. That's pretty cool. I and you say, well you gotta believe you gotta have faith to believe what you believe. Yep. And I do. And if you don't you gotta have faith, I don't care what it is, you gotta have faith. The unbeliever has to have faith. I, whatever it is, but I am just convinced and here and this is my point. I am just that that's the starting place for me. Is I believed from a very young child that God existed. And as I went through life, I did not serve him, I had no knowledge of serving him. But as I went through life, he began to re- reveal himself. And one day, grace appeared for me. And it was a life changing event. And I'm telling you this, grace can appear. You can allow that grace to just be a part of your life continually and embrace it continually in a relationship with Him. And, and I would encourage you, to me that is the gospel, the good news that God, who was uh, so removed from us, robed Himself in flesh, became like us so that His grace could touch our lives. Stand with me this morning. That has got to be a new record. I quit preaching before 11 o'clock. but I'm telling you what, I've said enough for God to touch you, and I know that. I've said enough that God, His desire, I know the desire of God, I really do, that He wants to be a part of your life. He wants that grace to appear. He wants, he, he wants it to be ever before you every day. If, 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 if you're in a place this morning and, and you feel like you failed or, you know, God is far off, let grace appear in your life. He wants to show up. Let, let him let him let him be what he wants to be. Quit trying to make him into something that he's not. Man, there's so many people that talk about him as if they know who he is and they, and they get them all mixed up. Man, he loves you. Man, his grace is absolute, it is amazing. And it can be amazing for you this morning. I know there's needs here. And we're going to get on to the party, but man, before you leave, if you need prayer, come on up. We believe the gifts of healing are in the house. The deliverance can be here. And, and we believe that because his spirit is uncontainable, you can feel my spirit when we're close. But you can feel his spirit anywhere. I mean, you can connect with him. And you can come up here this morning because we're, it's kind of concentrated because we're all around and we're all lifting up the name of Jesus. And you can have an encounter with the living God. You can. And so, Father, this morning, we thank you for everybody that's here. And we thank you for uh, your desire for everyone that's here to have that grace appear in their lives. I speak your goodness, your blessing, and your favor. Father, those that need healing, you're, heal- he- you're here to heal. You're here to encourage. And so as we sing, Father, let it be that our faith would reach to you and allow you to do what you'd want to do. In Jesus' name. Let's pray as we sing. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.